Hey friends, thanks for joining us. We like to talk. We really like to share and learn about other humans, but what we like the most is just being with other people. So get comfy, grab a drink, and come hang out with us on Your Friends Podcast. Hit it. It has been hitting. That's what I say when I get ready to record. I'm like, hit it, yo. No, sorry. I apologize. <laughs> I immediately apologize we for that. We are coming in cold. The whole team <laughs> is coming in freezing. Winter has arrived. You know, I've been hearing for a while that winter is coming. So. <laughs> <laughs> what was the joke that David told that was so oh, good? Oh, you said. Okay. So, yeah. Right. So, okay. like, I was like. You be you. I'll be David. Okay. I, we were talking about Game of Thrones because we were going to watch the final episode the, the next night. And yes. So I said something like, there was this whole buildup and like winter was coming and like all this stuff. And I'm expecting like this grand event, but like it was like boom and it was like done. <laughs> and that was it. Like I, I was expecting so much more. Well, it was winter's first time. <laughs> <laughs> I died for days after that. It was so funny. It was so funny. And really, that's probably the best thing that happened from this season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> was David telling a joke about how it was winter's first time? Yeah. Um, definitely better than the f- entire finale. That's true. I, I, I mean, what did we want after a season of the of this? Like they, like I'll clearly, tell you what I okay, wanted. Hold on, hold on. Clearly, they were wrapping it up quickly. Yes. And trying to get done. Yes. And so they did long episodes and rushed everything. Yes. So I don't know what else could have been made. I know what they could have given us. What could they have done? They could have given us the deaths that we wanted. Okay. So here's the deal. There was one death. I don't know why I'm protecting spoilers because at this point, if you care about that show and you haven't seen it, you deserve everything to be spoiled for you. There was one death that was totally awesome and like and one might argue that it was the most important of all of the murders slash deaths, killings, whatever. And it was great. Homicides. Homicides. <laughs> Sorry, I just instantly had like the dun dun. <laughs> no, like as if Game of Thrones did like a crossover episode with any law and order <laughs> franchise. Okay, no, but there but but Cersei's death was just not satisfying enough and nothing will ever i will never get over but that that is so appropriate oh because they that's the one thing that they did well was killing people well i know but who was it that you hated the most the entire time and never got justice her exactly <laughs> what a they perfect did it to way. joffrey joffrey had a great death they got weak on that one Weak, yeah. Weak on the Cersei or weak on the Joffrey? Weak on Joffrey, what? because they gave about? us what we wanted. They oh, should have kept man. withholding. Oh, enough Game of seasons, Thrones seasons ago. Okay, what is it that you see when you look across the table this evening? My lovely wife. Well, right, but I was for oh. those folks that are not on the grams. Yes, I what see. What do you see? A new haircut, a new hair color that is like. Uh, a cascading rainbow of hair across this slightly angular, beautiful face. Oh, you're very sweet. Yeah, I have rainbow hair right now. I 
Delaney said to me yesterday, shout out to Delaney because I know she listens, although school's out, so maybe she doesn't listen when she doesn't have free periods to be like neglecting. To be wasting. Um, she told me, that looks more like the troll hair than when you did the troll hair because way back over a year ago when I How was- How does Delaney, who is not an adult, not know old, about trolls? No, no, no. Well, because Trolls has two new movies recently. Oh, really? Like, those trolls. Not She probably didn't play with the troll dolls when she was a kid. Right, I didn't know there was movies. Yes, you did. No, How would I know that? Anna Kendrick and Justin Timberlake played the voices. I've never seen those movies. You haven't? Like, trolls, like the hair doll trolls? They're movies? You've never seen the troll movies? It seems accurate because they have tried to... I got to... this feeling inside my bones. It's... Goes okay. electric, even something, something, something. I know, like, I I sort of know that song. But That's a Justin Timberlake song. It was sure, the main. Sure, I know the Justin Timberlake song. It was the main song of Trolls. Oh, okay. I this got is new information. in my pocket. I got rainbows on my feet. On my I don't even, hair. I don't even know if those are the right words. Right, anyway. Yeah. I didn't know. Funny. Anyway, sorry. Trolls. So that's how she knows trolls. But a, over a year ago when I was a hair model for the very first time, I when you first started hair modeling when I first started hair modeling I had styled my hair straight up because there was just a ton of product in it right and I had taken a picture and I did a side-by-side of my hair versus and and the like rainbow haired troll so she remembered that picture from Instagram and so when I got home yesterday she had been babysitting JC and when I got home yesterday she was like that looks more like the troll hair than when you posted the troll hair and I was like, you are correct. It is the best hair I've ever had. Anyone in the local area, nobody wants rainbow hair. But if by chance you do, or you want any normal, typical, standard hair, Nam Nguyen is the man for you. What's his Instagram so people can find him? At Nam Nguyen Hair. Spell that for the... N-A-M-N-G-Y... G-U-Y-E-N. Damn it. N-G-U-Y-E-N. Nam Nguyen. If you type... The N-G-Y-U-E-N. It's however you spell Nguyen. Well, I I'm don't. Please do. Because if I were typing it right now, I would know it. I feel this is an appropriate time to also say G-U-Y... Okay, it's, it's Nam Nguyen hair. Yeah, that's what I said. Okay. How do you spell Nguyen? N-G-U-Y-E-N. Yeah, okay. N-G-U-Y-E-N. Hair. H-A-I-R. <laughs> He's going to be opening. He has his own place right now in Fairfax. He's moving to another place in Fairfax where he will have his own place. I love him. He's one of my coaching friends. He is one of the greatest people that I know. He does my hair. He's incredible. My hair is a rainbow right now. Yeah, If you awesome. want to see what it looks like. Get on Instagram or text me, and I'm happy to send you a picture because it looks freaking awesome, and everyone should see it. So and probably, I grew, and I grew it myself. <laughs> you did. You did an excellent. People compliment job. me on it, and I'm like, I just sat in a chair. I, yeah, but you, there is some like willingness, some bravery involved, there is. some Trina, badassery. Trina did ask me yesterday, "Are you worried? Are you ever concerned? Do you just sit there?" And I literally sent her back the emoji of like the two hands that's like, "I don't know." I'm like, "This is always my face." Like he's like, "How about we do this?" And I'm like, "Okay, I don't care." Like I don't know, it doesn't really um, matter not to that me. Not listens to this, but 
He yeah. has been known to prank some of his better friends who are clients, so I'd be careful. But never about... never with their actual hair. Right. Well, I don't know how far he's willing to take it. That's his name on the line. He's not gonna fuck up my hair. Same. And also my hair is so short that if I needed to shave my head, I could. Um, but I'm not going to. Now is a good time to give a shout out to our sponsors yes, for the podcast. Please do. Um, first, we start by giving a, a shout out to Patchouli Incense. Oh, always. Uh, providing, you know what? They're a, they're a regular that we never give credit to. I know. Providing the sense. Sense? Sense. Yeah. Sense for um, the providing the olfactory um pleasures this evening. Oh my evening. gosh. Speaking of olfactory pleasures, we're going to be all over the place and you're going to know why when Ben gets done with his sponsors for the episode. But we watched an episode of Chef's Table last night, which I found out, number one, no one wants to answer that question for me. And uh, number hold on, two... Hold on. I wouldn't... I mean, it's an intimate relationship that people have. <laughs> Maybe they're not comfortable sharing about their relationship with Chef's Table. I think I got three answers. Okay. Three. Pe- Look, when when people watch pornography, they're not always willing to just <laughs> shout out like and say, oh, well, this is the thing I watch. It's this, a little bit this taboo. Is, this is the porn I'm into. <laughs> right. So oh my Chef's gosh. Table can get quite erotic. So I, I understand people's hesitance to... Declare their love for a specific season or episode. I was going to be real specific about the fact that you're being somewhat facetious, but I don't think people <laughs> no. even deserve it. They deserve to think we're being serious. I mean, I am and I'm not. Has... I mean, but you... Whatever. You've seen anyway, it. Anyway, yes, I it. have seen. I've seen the You fish. know how it makes you feel? <laughs> the point was there was a season or episode three or four on the pastry season. Episode three. Episode three. Of the, the three brothers in Italy. Yes. Maybe De La Con Roca? Roca? Con, Con Roca. Roca. Something, something Roca. Something Con Roca was the name of their restaurant. Anyway, he's the pastry chef. He has a gigantic nose that was like part of their jokes throughout the episode. So not just calling out his nose. But he had a big nose and he was huge on aromas. Oh, yeah. Like that influenced all of his flavors and how he created new dishes. Anyway, it was super interesting and very, very cool. And he also had like a horrible case of bronchitis that made him lose his voice. So he whispered through the whole Yeah, it episode. made like the whole – like he was eccentric already. Like he, he was kind of like a – Italian through the whole episode. He, no, it wasn't Italian. It was Spanish. I think they're Spanish. Pretty sure they're Spanish. Because I understood a lot of what they were saying. Really? Italian was the previous episode. Oh. Anyway, um, I know he was nothing. already kind of like odd and like weird. He was. But then like the whispering like added to it and like he's just like a complete character. Well, before they explained the bronchitis, I was like, why is this guy whispering? He's and then they cool. and then they explained the bronchitis and it made sense. And you made a comment at some point in the episode. You're like, okay. And I was like, he can't help it. He literally can't talk. I know, but I feel like he's just like playing into it completely. Which Wouldn't you? I completely what i wish in fact i might start whispering tomorrow and be like sorry i had a bad case of bronchitis and now i can only whisper so speaking of who are the rest of our sponsors for the evening um i will give my sponsors and you give your sponsors my sponsors are basil hayden's bourbon my only sponsor that's not true and then (coughs) uh uinta detour ipa which is a, a double ipa from Salt Lake, Utah. Salt Lake, Utah? That's not a real place. 
Can you say the full name, please? No, it's brewed in the lake. <laughs> Salt Lake, Utah. Salt Lake City. I'm Thank not familiar you. with that place, so I don't know all the cities there. Whatever. Well, you don't. What? That is the most ridiculous thing you've ever said. Um, you also are sponsored by. That was uh, like four hours ago. Cherry Cough Drop Belgian Ale Do from you, Wegmans. That was so. That was literally four hours ago. Oh. It's Basil Hayden's now. Look, I'm just fun. No one believes me. <laughs> Nobody believes that I'm just fun. They all think I've had too much to drink. They all. By they all means me and my children oh, all sounds... gave her grief just, so did... a, just a little while ago. So did Trina. <laughs> Everybody I was knows. texting her and she was like, how much have you had? I'm like, fuck all of you. <laughs> I'm just fun. I can be fun. All right. I have not had as much as you think. Okay. We, we touched on the hair. We touched on the sponsors. I feel like I need to tell our friends that I have had strep four times since March. This is something that we have not been discussing on the podcast because some of our friends see us in person. <laughs> and I think they might fear for their safety. But I have had strep since I was diagnosed for the first time on our oldest child's birthday. I don't think it's contagious, though, because no I got, one else, you I got, got it, it once. You got like, it the got very it like first time, time. Right. And we talked about that on the podcast. Right. But but that's it. No one else has gotten it again. I, although I feel like I may have gotten it again, but I just took uh, apple cider vinegar and killed it. Yeah, maybe. Um, And also, like, I don't have any tonsils, so there's nowhere for it to, like, that incubate. I mean, we also touched on that last time we talked about it, which that's possible. Like, it is still possible to get it, and obviously you got it, but it is much more difficult. I thought the second time I got it, I was like, this is not funny. The third time, I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And the fourth time, I was like, okay, this is terrible. And now I've seen an ENT, and I am on super antibiotics, which – are actually not making me feel as terrible as I feared that they would. So, well, you've also been like probioticing oh, and like am, trying to keep yourself. I am eating in very healthy well. mode. I am. I'm eating very well, and I am probi probioticing up. You know, once you see an ENT for multiple cases of strep, you know what happens. You get your tonsils taken out, and that is terrible, awful. So we're avo we're trying really hard to avoid that, but like seriously. Four times. I've never had strep in my life. And I've gotten it four times since March. March 27th was my first diagnosis, and I've been diagnosed four times. I know the medical then. professionals say that, like, it just you keep getting it, but... I... Well, so I had the thought the other day, you're maybe going to laugh and roll your eyes and be like, you're an idiot. But I have been really careful to not let the kids, obviously, like, drink out of my water bottles and my cups or whatever... And it wasn't until the other day when I just like reflexively – so our kids get water out of a 1,000 different cups every day, right? And they just leave them around the house. So every once in a while, I'll go around and I'll pick up all the cups that have been left. And sometimes I will drink out of them. And it wasn't until the other day that I was like, one of these assholes is giving me strep. And <laughs> it's I, not their fault. You're the, you, I know. you're the one that did it. I'm the dummy that just like picks up their cup and keeps drinking because from it. Because there has it. to be a carrier at this there point. There has to be a carrier. And it's clearly Although one of the kids. Although we haven't probably, disinfected after the second time. I don't probably think we kept JC. disinfecting. It's probably JC. And I just, I, it was. Well, thank God he doesn't get it every time. 
I know, but I just couldn't even believe it when I started drinking out. I think it was Nat's like water cup that I just started drinking out of one day. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm an idiot. Like, of course I've been getting a strap. I'm just drinking out of their cups all the time. It's nonsense. Ugh. Okay. That's all I had to say. All right. Do you want to share your share bear now? I would love or to do share you wanna... my share bear. Do you have anything? I feel like I've been talking a lot. Nope. I have nothing. Okay. <laughs> so this is a share bear from the universe. I was introduced to a band, a person, I'm not actually sure, by the name of Lord Huron, H-U-R-O-N, about two months ago, six weeks ago, something like that. Is that one of the Great Lakes? Huron? I have no idea. David, our friend David, shared Lord Huron with me, with us. And he shared a specific song, and I loved it, and I have listened to it at least once a day, every day since he shared it. And I love it a lot. But I text him every time that I am somewhere that I hear a Lord Huron song and I cannot believe how often I'm hearing them, him, whatever. One day I was watching a TV show and we keep the closed captions on. And so, oh, Sneaky Pete on Amazon Prime. Anyone's looking for a new show? It's Giovanni Ribisi. And, Don't uh, mix up your share bears. Margot Martindale. Super good. Anyway, I was listening to that and the closed captions came on and it said it was a Lord Huron song. And I was like, are you kidding me? And I would have recognized it because I know the guy's voice. So I would have recognized it anyway, but it stuck out to me. And then it's happened a couple other times in other random places. And then today I was in Cervantes getting an espresso tonic like I do anytime I have the opportunity and Lord Huron came on. I texted David and I was like, have you got it? You've got to be kidding me. Like the universe is telling me that I have to listen. Those are three to them. share bears in one. Three share bears in one. Sneaky oh. Pete, Lord Huron, who, uh, by the way, Lake Huron is indeed one of the Great Lakes. Okay. Um, do you know where they're from? He, they are from. I would guess Michigan. Interesting, you say Michigan because well, you said Great Lake, so right. So like that could also be Canada. Oh, are um, they Canadian? Ew. <laughs> weird such um, aggression towards canada i apologize to our canadian friends that might be listening sorry sorry canadian friends i didn't really mean that um let's see if i can find a wikipedia they're based in los angeles well i mean who isn't right um origin michigan oh i killed it you killed it um and then you shared about Cervantes, specifically Espresso Tonic. Sorry. Um, I mean, I'm not sorry, but... No, not sorry. So, Espresso Tonic, it's a shot of espresso dumped into, floating on top of a glass of tonic, ice, and lemon, lemon juice. juice. And it sounds weird. But it's so good. It is so good. It is like curiously delicious. If you happen to be a friend that ever comes to Super Brunch, because we haven't yet renamed Super Brunch, but it's not actually going to be named Super Brunch, or maybe it is at this point. It's definitely going to be called Super Brunch. Okay, so if you're a friend of ours who's going to be able to come to Super Brunch, you're going to get one of these because we're determined to to make it. We got to get an espresso machine. We have to get an espresso machine, but that's fine. We can do that. Do any of can... our friends have espresso machines or recommendations for espresso machines? I know a friend who has an espresso machine slash like a, connected to their coffee maker, but they never use it. Okay. 
Trina never uses her espresso maker, but she has one. Right, but that's a friend that who we could not use their no, machine. No, I know. I, I was going to, I meant to ask you, like, did that's you right. mean Trina someone that we can borrow? Can you, can, she can bring Trina, her. can you bring your espresso maker? Um, although I guess we could just go get espressos from somewhere. We could. And then but dump them in. I have in the Amazon cart. An espresso maker? An espresso maker. Do they chill the espresso before they? No. It's no, just I poured watched, in hot? I literally watched her today. But it's so cold. Jenna is her name, which I've known before, but I forgot until today. That's the blonde it's woman? the blonde that works there. She's been there for a while. She, <laughs> I was just going to go like real deep on specifics that nobody cares about. Um, but yeah, no, I watched her. She did the whole thing. She did the tonic and the lemon juice and the ice. And then she made the espresso and she poured it in. So... And then it's, I asked her what kind of beans she uses, and she told me it was a blend. But did you ask if they do an – they have to do an espresso bean of some kind. I mean, I just asked her. I said, what beans are you using for no, this No, no, no. I'm not saying for them specifically, but, like, if someone comes in and is like, hey, I want to buy espresso beans for my espresso maker. Mm. I've never asked because we've never right. done that before. Right. So we'll need to ask that. Anyway. Oh, that's my girl Mia. That's a lot of sharing, but good sharing. Um did you have, – have our friends caught on to the fact that we really like coffee yet? I don't know. Do you think maybe they know? I don't know. I was asked yesterday by someone at work um, – I was talking about espresso tonics actually because I don't know how the conversation got around to that. And then I was talking about – so next to my work, there's a bike store called The Bike Lane, which has a location right next to us too. But the one up in where I work has a is a brewery mm-hmm. and a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, should we should move in. Uh, right. Well, we should definitely move up there because then I'll be super close to work. That'll be awesome. Stop. We're not moving to Reston. Um, they have tons of new apartments and stuff up no. there. Are we? Who is raising? Who are we giving our kids to? Uh, they can probably just make it on their own. Okay. Anyway. Um, cool. I'm not gonna like their nitro is fine. Uh, yeah, it's a little less than fine. But whose beats are they using? I don't know. So um, I think. I don't know. That's the, I need to go over there a little more often, but I don't like buying their nitro because it's not that great. So I need to go over there and get Americano or something. Anyway. Yes, Americanos. We are talking about that. <laughs> and, and the question was posed to me and my old boss, who is my boss's boss. Do you know what good coffee is? <gasps> he quickly responded, yeah, I know what good coffee is. Mm-mm. And I said, I don't know if I know what good coffee is, but I know what bad coffee is. Yep. I'm not willing to say that I know what good coffee is. Really? Well, because I don't drink hot coffee a lot. Okay, so I don't necessarily fair. know that I can distinguish. You know good nitro, though. Well, I, I do know good nitro. Well, I know what nitro I like. Um, I know if it tastes um, roasted, roasty, or like uh, like it was hot brewed at all. Like I can easily tell that. Or that they burnt their beans when they roasted them i can tell that but hashtag starbucks um you, so no you not like, true you like their nitro. their nitro is actually pretty good i've had good i've had in a couple places i've had good and then i've had not so good at starbucks but um speaking of nitro bacon brew in clifton virginia also has a good nitro i don't know if they do it themselves though um there's a lost rhino sticker on the side of the kegerator where the nitro is and i will say that while the nitro is good tasting there's not a good head on it um i don't know if they've got their nitro mix Mm, down i need to know if there is even one single person who cares about this conversation well there is one single person and they're sitting across the table i need to know if there's one single person that's not sitting at the table because i also care 
But um, is there anyone else? The, you know, it's, coffee's an interesting thing because it's like... Everybody drinks it, but nobody cares. Well, you have that side of it. And then like on the other side of it, it's both erotic and sensual. Every, okay, wait a second. <laughs> is everything erotic and sensual to you? No. I a- asks the woman who's been married to you for 14 years. When it has to do with... Beverages, beverages and, and or pastries. <laughs> yes. Everything is erotic and sensual um, to you. But like it's it's nature. Like there's sun involved. I know. And, and soil involved. And that's just very and, and I'm talking about in the, the context of Eros, if we listen to Dr. Esther, Esther Perot, Perot. Like talking about eroticism in that context, not just in like a smutty sex way that you think of but th- those of us I with a with a higher not. intellect right really yes. get into Such like just the, the feeling when um years and years ago i used to try to describe situations to people and say like it's a very like romantic place or like thing but i'm not talking about like love romantic might, and so might you call it romantical or <laughs> tragical <laughs> let's not get into too many share bears sorry um, and with an e is really good though Keep it is going. it's also like dark there should and be hurts some trigger me. warnings it, there should be trigger warnings some, on like, that show with the kid show yeah there's like definitely some like Abuse flashbacks and stuff. Oh my stuff. gosh. If anybody um, watches Anna with an E, please talk to us. Continue. Um, anyway, um, there are a couple of girls that I used to hang out with. Girls, women, I should probably call them. They were you adult. should for sure call them women. Um, that Then they used to take, they, they would say, oh, you mean like been romantic. Like that was oh, like the definition. You had your own definition. Yeah, I did. That's because fun. romantic means like love and like Valentine's Day. But like <laughs> been romantic <laughs> means like. Been romantic means eros. Yeah, no, that I know that to be true for you. Anyway, all right, what are we talking about today? So we're gonna talk about emotions. Yes. And social media. Yes. And maybe both of them combined. I think so. Social media gives me lots of emotions. But I want to talk about social media specifically first. Okay, tell me. Months ago, month ago. Some time ago, uh, we were talking about someone's post or like someone's reaction to someone's post on social media. And it was said that like, oh, they're just trying to get attention. And when I heard that, I said, that's true. Um, but isn't that the point of social media? And we never got to have this conversation. I wrote it down for a topic on the podcast so, because I wanted to dig a little deeper into um, that that idea. Like, is it for attention? Is there anything wrong with doing it for attention? And if there's a line. And um, this is what started us on the yes and conversation. Because that was one of the specific examples that I used for yes and and that I wrote down for myself as a yes and. Did you share that? On the podcast? Yeah. I think that I, I did. I don't remember hearing it. I feel like I did, but I might not have. Um, so I have a very conflicted... As do I. And I'll just say Instagram <laughs> at this point because I don't use other social medias at all. Right, me either. Unless someone sends me a link to Twitter about a grilled cheese truck and I read for a half hour through the comments and chuckle my way through. Hashtag friends of the commune. Hashtag <laughs> David Reese. <laughs> But seriously, it was worth it. Every second was worth it. Uh, it was the most like refreshingly honest and sort of sad and very funny thread I've it, ever read. It was really funny. Um, we Daniel should, Danger we should is link the 
Okay, I'm going to write it down. We need yeah. a link to that thread because it was so funny. Anyway, other than, other than reading about grilled cheese trucks, and I'm talking about grilled cheese, not fucking melts, okay? <laughs> it's grilled cheese, it's butter, it's bread. Don't I mean, ask me for a slice of tomato. <laughs> yeah. Um, other, so, I'm specifically talking about Instagram. Okay. That's so, all yes. I know about. Me as well. Everything else yes. is out of my, right. my okay. realm of so, expertise. Because Facebook... We are not over 50 years old, so we are not concerned with Facebook. I think that is inaccurate. No. Here's the deal. Everyone that's under 50 says the same shit about Facebook. Oh, right. That they don't actually use it. Everyone says that. Even the people people use it. it Shelly, I love you. You use Facebook. You know that it's for the over 50 crowd. You know that it is. Everybody knows that it is. Well, I feel like a lot of people use it for events. Who cares? Yes, and everybody's using it to fight about, about politics. It. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. On we go. So back to Instagram. So um, if you post a picture on Instagram or a story, a video. Yeah. Um, is it for attention? Are you asking me? I'm asking you and I'm also asking you. The collective you. Well, I'm asking you specifically, but I'm also asking you as a part of the oneness of creation. So I am torn. Okay. I, so this is, it's funny because I didn't drink before this episode on purpose necessarily. (laughs) But I did know that it would be helpful for me to be a little bit more honest or just a little bit more unguarded, which I think is fair. And I'm okay with being that way. Like it wasn't like I was like, oh, I want to drop my guard and then I would regret it. I know that I won't regret the honesty and the vulnerability that I share with this topic because this is something that I struggle with a lot. And I wanted it to be a little bit easier for myself. So I like attention a lot. I, for various reasons, and I am pretty aware of some of the reasons why I like attention, and I may still be blind to some of the other reasons that I like attention. I also, this is where I'm trying to yes and myself with this, I am looking for attention. I also believe that I have a lot in common with a lot of other people. I am representative of a lot of other women. And I feel like I have something to share. So, yes, I do want attention, but I also want to help people be seen and be known and for people to feel like they have something to relate to. Because so that's what I respond to well on Instagram right. is people that are saying things that I'm like, yes, that, that, yes, yes, thank you for saying that. I feel the same way. Like, so you want attention, I love that. but also – you want attention and also right. there's something worthwhile. You think that there's something worthwhile to share. And also the like part of the wanting attention. So there is the, the unhealthy ego that is asking for attention. That's definitely a part that I will not deny. It's looking for self-worth. It's looking, yes. looking for validation. Yes. And without the attention, it doesn't have any validation. Yes. Okay. There, that part is totally there. But also, the more attention I get, the more people that I can reach and the more people that can hear what I have to say and hopefully potentially feel understood, known, seen, and represented. Does okay. that make sense? Yep. Yeah. 
Um, okay, I, I mean, I think that's a perfect answer. Like, yes, people but want attention. I, yeah, but also I like attention. But also there, but also there's like just attention grabbing, right? right? Like, I'm not posting a naked picture of myself and with no caption. Right. Not that there's anything wrong with that. And, and you know, I, so I, I gave that as an example because I was trying to think of something that would like would have no no redeeming value but you're right like i can't even say that like i can't even i can't even i I can't even use that as an example like i don't feel and i think you and i are a little bit on the edge of the spectrum as far as we're i'm not gonna say that there's not probably anything that i'm gonna see at this point that i'm just like that has no no greater purpose no deeper message they are literally only 100% attention seeking. I just don't believe that that's true. Well, so I disagree with that because I feel like there are people trying to specifically make money and that's, okay, there's that's no purpose different. for it. Okay. But like it's a very like capitalist I'm using the algorithm to Okay, that I feel like wealth. is different. And like that is like sort of uh, I don't know. Like any any system that gets created has been turned into a capitalist money generating um tool I, and yes, so but I feel like I as a person can tell the difference between those things. Right. I mean it starts Maybe it, I can't. Maybe I can't. But uh, I feel like I can. I think if it's if it's good, if they're good at what they're doing, you can't tell. Hmm. Okay. Um That's although fair. I also feel like if they're good at what they're doing, oftentimes they'll have both they want to get money, but also they've got other purposes. A message to share. Right. I mean it it, it kind of it's it gets you know, there's there's some of both involved in a sure. lot of that. Um, and also, like, even if you're just asking for attention, if you're saying, look at me, um, I, I think there's something there, too, especially if you know the person. And maybe I'm not going to cry for help is is often used. And um, I give a I don't know if the trigger warning is the right word, but often um, cry for help is used in association with suicide or suicide attempts. So I don't mean that. I don't mean that far, but, but like looking for help, looking for someone to pay attention, looking for someone to give them love. Yeah. And so if there's someone out there that you are friends with that, that is posting in that way, even though the content may be, I don't know, uh, clickbaity or, uh, offensive is not the right word, but, um, inflammatory in some way like those people are still looking for something so um yes now i'm remembering a little bit more of where the original conversation came from and it was it was sort of in regards to age like oh they're just this age so of course they're doing this for attention or of course they're looking for a reaction and i just okay maybe they are but like let's just look a little bit deeper well let's go like, give him a hug let's, let's go talk yeah. to him let's go see what's going on like um, you might be right but also there's right. more there than that on the other hand um social media is just shit i know <laughs> i just i think about that and i'm like i would hate and i'm sure that there have been people in my life that have written me off and have said she just wants attention well and i just that makes me bummed out to think that there are people that would say that about anybody, but obviously for me specifically, it bums me out to think that people would say that about me. So let's let's move out of whether it's worthwhile or not. Um, 
at least, or let's, let's move away from the, whether it's for attention or there's actual purpose behind it. Cause I think that there's a healthy, healthy, I don't know if healthy is the right word, but there is a blend of both of those things. Sure. Um, but let's talk about the effect that it has on a human being. Oof. And this is where you have agreed to tell a story. I don't, if you have now decided not to, that's fine. No, but I will. I, so I'm not me, sure how to set, I'm not sure how to set it up. So well, if you'd okay. like to help so me I'm set it up, approaching this. I'm been approaching this from a sort of evolutionary, bio, biological, I don't know, human psychology, like a, a very human way. Like we see, constantly are seeing these images of certain things or people or things, like usually beautiful things, and um, it's hard for our brains to distinguish between what's reality and what's just a picture, and like. We start to get all of this. I heard something today saying that people believe what they read online more than what they experience in real life. Whoa. And I like some of that is because we're not living a lot of real life. And, and um, so, so that makes sense. The content, the, the quantity of data that's coming in from from the internet is so much more than what you experience in real life that um, that seems maybe like that's why it's going that way. But anyway, so we're, we're seeing these pictures and we're getting this, this experience and, and really setting ourselves up for seeing life as it should be or a desirable situation. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Sponsorship coming in strong late in the podcast. Um, but they, so it's, it sets you up for comparison, yes. a continuous comparison, especially to, I mean, one curates their feed to certain things and things they like. And so it looks like all the things that you want or like, or uh, wish you could have. And so, yes. um, it's, it sets up this idealistic thing that, um, is not realistic is usually, um, first of all, all of social media is a subselection of people's lives that right. they post. Regardless of people trying to be honest, which I really appreciate, and telling the difficult things, which I also appreciate, the vast majority is 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 like just beautiful. Right. It, it's fantastic. So um, I just think it's it, it's hard for humans to process. Um, that kind of data and still maintain a healthy either balance or distance from what is not reality. Right. Does that give you a good lead in? It does sort of. So I'll start telling the story. If you have any questions or want clarifiers, please speak up. Cause I think I will need, are you a- talking to our friends or me? You. Okay. Cause our friends don't have live access to this. Correct. So, if you've talked to me for any length of time or have listened to the podcast for any length of time, you know that Instagram and podcasts are my two favorite and most utilized forms of information and social connection and social media. So I adore- Would you include podcasts as social media? Um, I wouldn't necessarily include it as social media, but I definitely, I mean, it's part of like the social interaction the non-real social interaction that I have every single day. Okay, that's fair. Um, I listen, 
And there are some, there are truthfully some days that I don't listen to anything, but then there's other days that I listen to podcasts all day long. Right. And after we asked the question a couple of months back about the speed that people listen to podcasts and most of the people told us that they listen to them on single speed, I actually started slowing down some of so the podcasts. I. So not all of them. Like there are some that – which like are news just related news or something. related or like I listen to two different MMA podcasts that I'll never stop listening to and I love them but I don't need to listen to them single speed I just want snippets of information here and there and so I listen to them at one and a half still but Pete Holmes is one of the people that I slowed down single and or one and a half single yeah, me too. I was listening to him one and a half I've never gone to double so I was listening to him one and a half I slowed him down to one per- uh, to, to single speed and one of the things that I noticed this is sort of unrelated to the actual greater story is that it changed the way I am understanding who he is. So because he was sped up, I was assuming that Pete was extremely high energy all <laughs> the time. And now that I listen to him on single speed, I realize that he's a normal dude. Let us take a moment to pause yes. on the subtleties of humanity. Yes. Both um, in in audio, when you hear something and you in the uh, fidelity of audio and whether it's like digital or analog, like the way that you hear things does something different to it you. It totally does. And not and that's not even talking about interacting with a human being in person and seeing just the subtle twitch of an eye yes. or a mouth or anyway. So I'm just just a plug for Team Human. Right. As another side note, this is going to have lots of tangents. I Marco Polo with Trina and Marcy a lot every day. And I notice and I I think I've said this to them, so I don't think this this will be a surprise to them. I notice their facial twitches when they're saying things that are difficult. And I notice my own facial twitches when I am saying things to them that are difficult. This is, I mean, these are real things. These are the micro expressions that we have on our face. Yeah. And I I notice them because I'm the kind of person that looks in someone's face and pays attention to this. So anyway, slowing down Pete to single speed definitely changed the way that I understood him. And then I read his book. And so I'm only reading his book as quickly as I can read. And so I'm hearing his voice in my head read this book at a normal pace. So this was sort of changing the way that I was viewing him. I also listened to The Liturgist. One of the hosts of The Liturgist podcast is Hillary McBride. She has her own podcast um, called Other People's Problems. She is a therapist. She's a doctoral candidate at some university in Canada. And she is brilliant. And you've met her in person and you've described her as a real life in-person angel. And, you know, I, I don't... I don't know how people take that sort of description. Um, so I will just say she's one of the most present uh, people I have ever been in. Like both present and like empathetic and feeling person I've, yes. I have ever met in my life. So this is this is the feedback that I've gotten from you about her. I've listened to hours of her on many different podcasts, both the liturgists, both her podcast and other podcast that she's been a guest on i'll give another plug here to her appearance on jen hatmakers for the love that podcast and every single person i've ever shared it with has has echoed that it is a game changer she wrote a book about women's bodies and body image issues and she talked about it on jen hatmaker and it was incredible so please go download that podcast anyway i've listened to hours of pete i've listened to hours of hillary Hillary, I follow them both on Instagram. So Hillary came to California 
And through other people I follow, actually, I found out that she was in California just because they were posting pictures and whatever, just normal stuff. And she was with the Gungers. And I and the Gungers are good friends with Pete. So this is the kind of person that I am. This is the way that my brain works. So I'm making all these connections as I'm seeing these pictures and I'm seeing these people. And I said to you, Benjamin. You said to me. I said to you, Pete should have Hillary on his podcast. And in the back of my head, I thought, nothing. Well, I had no so, other thought about it. Well, the thought I told you was, oh, I don't know how well Pete's going to fare like having Hillary talk to him and like ask him any questions. Right. So I said this to you, maybe Friday, Saturday, something like that. I don't know. A couple days. On Monday. Monday? Yes. No, maybe Sunday night. I think it was Sunday night. On Sunday night, we're putting JC to bed. And we are looking at our phones like we often do because we just have to sit in a dark room while he falls asleep. So we're scrolling on our phones. And lo and behold, Hillary posts these pictures. Did I show them to you or send you them to you? You showed them to me. You showed them to me. And then I saw them on my own thing when I opened up Instagram. That Hillary was on Pete. That she went to his house where he has a studio. And she sat with him. And if you've listened to Pete, you know that when he gets really excited, he does karate kicks. And she mentioned. <laughs> Who doesn't do karate kicks exactly. when they're excited? And she mentioned in her captions that they had been doing karate kicks all episode long. And she was so excited for everyone to listen. And what happened? I want you to say what happened to me when I saw those pictures. Um, we were devastated. I was devastated it's a weird combination of like um complete joy and utter sadness at the same time i was so happy and so just in that moment i saw these two people that i idolize to a certain degree whether they i believe they deserve it whether they think they deserve it or not these are two people who have been incredibly influential in my life and have helped me grow and have helped me expand my thinking and have expanded my heart a tremendous amount and to see them together after I had told you that they should be and this was something I I said that he needs to have her on this episode will be incredible but to see them together to see it happen I just, I had this moment for the first time where I realized I've been holding on in some weird way in the back of my brain that I could ever be their peers. And to see them together made me realize that that isn't going to happen. That I've been sitting here in my house as a stay-at-home mom, randomly sort of posting on Instagram every once in a while about things that I care about. And doing a podcast with you that I love to do and making friends that have been totally fulfilling and game-changing in my life, but that I've wanted this thing, this just ma- this magical thing. I'm not actually doing it, but I just was hoping it would happen, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what I thought would happen, but it just made me realize my place with those people will be that I pay money to go to their events. Yeah. And I don't want to pay money to go to their events. I want to be their peers. 
I want to feel worthy to stand on a stage or to sit in front of microphones or to have a conversation with them. And I don't think that I'm doing anything that makes me worthy of that, but that's what I wanted. And to see them together for whatever reason in that moment was just like, oh, that's not ever going to happen for me. I would like to roll back on the word worthy, (laughs) even though you may be using it and maybe feeling it. Um, you are worthy to have a conversation with them at any time. And I believe that both of those people specifically would converse with you in a way that would make you feel good about the conversation. Well, Hillary specifically. Hillary. I don't know about Pete. <laughs> it depends on whether Pete's like shooting his, right. his, no, uh, his no, new no. HBO. I totally, I know, exa- because I've listened to as many hours of them as you have, I know exactly what you mean. There are instances that Pete would 100% makes me feel like an equal, and but Hillary. I, and I believe you. I believe that they would. I yeah, believe yeah. they would. So I'm, I just want to, I just want to say that as truth. Thank you. Not to take away from right. the real feelings that you had, which, um, I mean, it was interesting to to see you go through that, to watch you have this realization, and something somewhat of a subconscious desire. Oh yeah, come it was totally so yes. strongly, so strong. It lasted and, a whole day, and and you be faced with it, and um, I in an attempt to t- like so. I'm trying to be okay with your emotions specifically and be like, all right, like you have your emotions. Let's, let's get into it. Let's feel it. Like let's, <laughs> let's roll through it and like, let, let's get through the emotions. Um, and, and trying to talk to you about that because I've had some recent experiences where I've had to tell myself the truth about things. I mean, sort of similar, like having these grand plans, but, um, not, I, I, I don't know, not, not taking the middling steps to get to those plans. Right. That um, was, yeah. I mean, that was of course where I felt silly and, in the whole thing was I was like, what did I think I was doing that would like put, but it was but, so, sub, it was all subconscious. It was right. just like, and so back to the social media conversation yes. is that when you take these things in and all you see is the, the end result of people's pain, sadness, yep. work, tears, like like all this this energy that goes into something that's happening and all you see is like the little the little flower at the end, like just a little burst, just a little, little karate kick. Yeah, just a little karate <laughs> kick at the end and you're like, "Well, why can't I have the karate kick?" And and because you because the way your brain develops is like Oh well, everyone's doing karate kicks. I should have a karate kick. Yep. And and then like you have these completely weird. I don't know if weird is the right word, but like unrealistic expectations. Totally. Now, if you had tons of people in the neighborhood posting pictures of karate picks, then you'd be like, yeah, let's karate kick together. <laughs> like it wouldn't be it wouldn't be so much right. of a, a a distance between um, reality and the ideal or whatever you want to say but i don't know i think it was a very interesting experiment and unfortunately painful for you it was hard it Um, was like i was real real bummed out for a solid 24 hours yeah i mean so like there's two sides of it one is like it's painful and it's a it's a huge bummer to be faced with reality or not even faced with reality but to have to admit to yourself and tell yourself the truth sometimes is utterly painful right and um 
Because it wasn't even like, I'm like, I'm trying as hard as I can. I can't get there. It was like, Diana, you're not doing anything. You're not doing anything. Why would you think you could just be invited into the fucking studio to talk about the sauna like everyone else? <laughs> like, why would you do that? Um, like, what? No. Come on. And I, as I said to you, I'm like, she has a PhD. She's written a book. And he is famous. <laughs> like, he has his own HBO show. He's famous. Hi, here I am sitting on my couch crying about it. Like, what? But it felt so, it felt so real to me. It felt so real to me. As if it was two of my best friends who had gone out on vacation and (laughs) just not told me about it. So that's the other side of it, right? Is that like you get so close and intimate to these people, especially when you're listening to them single speed. Oh my gosh. And you think that you know them. It, it, It makes for, I mean... It makes for a very kind of odd, odd situation. Let me ask you this. Is it more, well, having to tell yourself the truth rather than having someone externally tell you the truth? What's the difference between those? Like, how does that feel different to you? Can you guess what I'm going to say to you? No, I can't actually. I need an example. I don't know what you mean. So if I had said to you, so, so you realize this situation. Yeah. If I had come to you and said, I'm seeing that you think that you're like these people, you're not (laughs) like these people. Um, how do, how's that different? I just think there's a level, like there's, I don't know what I would have said if you would have said that to me. Would you have been defensive and like sort of protected Um, yourself? Like you could have lied to yourself longer about it? Maybe, maybe. I just think for me specifically, and maybe this isn't the case for everyone. I don't know. What do you think about this answer? Um, but for me specifically, I've got to I've gotta get there on my own, I think. Like there's – it's just a – part of it is harshness. Part of it is realness. There's definitely like some healthy self-hatred and like there's some – there's some real unhealthy shit that goes on in my head when I have these thoughts too, but it definitely like I had to, I had to see that for myself and come to that conclusion on my own. Yeah. For me, I feel like it's more painful coming from myself, but it's also a lot more real and right. You believe if, it. You believe yeah, yeah, it. I don't know if actionable yes. is the right word, but it, yeah. it's more believable. You be- You're like, you believe Oh, it. I know. I mean, it's like anything like, People can tell you things, people can teach right. you things, but until you feel it, yeah. until you internalize it, it doesn't become as real. No, I, until- d- I don't know that I would have believed it. I don't know what my response would have been, but I don't think I would have believed it in the same way if I hadn't come to that conclusion on my own. So a few days removed from that, how, like, what have you learned? What Have you learned anything? Have you been able to process that at all? Um, what, what do you make of it? I'm still real bummed. I think that I feel a sense of, I don't know if clarity is the right word, but like, like I just said, I'm not doing anything to get there. Like I, I'm not, there's nothing. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not doing anything. And part of why I'm not doing anything is because I'm concerned that there will be people that will think I'm doing it for attention. And, and you will be. And I will be, and I'm a damaged person. Like, I, and okay. I say that when, I say that in the sense that I think we all are. I really do. 
and we all have our particular traumas and we all have our particular wounds and hurts and paths to go on to be healthy people. But for me, I just, I don't know. I, I, I'm getting more and more comfortable with saying this to people that might be uncomfortable with hearing it, but I just really don't feel like I got the attention that I needed, deserved, wanted, whatever word you want to put. Like I just, it's clear to me as a 33 year old adult who is starving for attention that that's because I did not feel like I got enough attention, whether I did or not. Right. Doesn't, can't matter at this point. No. You can't go back in time and be like, no, Diana, at nine years old, you are getting enough attention. Like I don't feel like I did. So I don't know how to convince people of that other than to say, I don't feel like I did. And so that fuels a lot of how I am. Um, so being a few days removed, I just, I feel frustrated with myself. But I, I said to you today that I, and I felt this way for a while, but this has been a different thing because this was a different, very specific example that happened this week. I think I need to get off of social media or at least I, it would be easy to say like, oh, I can just unfollow all those people, but there's nothing that those people are posting that's, that is harmful other than when I just am harmed by it. But like right, they but are excessively positive and wonderful people. Yeah, and, but maybe like, that's the problem. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I'm learning a ton from the people that I follow on Instagram um, we talked a lot about this last week. Like I'm learning a ton about white privilege. I'm learning a ton about um, being a white woman and how that puts me in a place of privilege over women of color in far, as far as the feminist movement. Like I'm learning tons of stuff. And for me, because I don't engage in any other social media platform, I'm learning that stuff from specific people on Instagram and from books I'm reading. But I find out about the books because of Instagram. And like I connect with people there we have a lot of friends that listen to the podcast and that is the way that they know about it and that is the way that they communicate with us. So I do love that, but it is more likely for me, this is what I said to you today, it is more likely for me to be benefited by getting off of social media. That's more likely than the alternative being that I somehow create something or do something that's going to get me into the places that I want to go. And if the only way I know about the places I want to go is because I'm on social media, I should probably not be on social media. Yeah. Um, like if I would be fine with my life, if it wasn't for that, if I didn't, if I hadn't had the existential crisis, I won't say existential crisis. If I, mean, I hadn't had the, like, if I hadn't had the personal crisis because I saw Pete and Hillary together, then maybe it's better that I not be there. I don't know. Cause I don't think I'm still going to listen to his podcast because I don't think there's anything that will get me to stop listening to his podcast. So I don't think that if I saw her name there, that it would have been the same. I think I would have just been excited. The way I had said to you days before, he needs to have her on. I think if I would have seen her be on, I would have been so pumped. But seeing them together with his baby and doing the karate <laughs> kicks, it was just like, oh, my friends didn't invite me to the party. It yeah. hurts so bad. Yeah. I was so... I, I mean, images are so... I honestly can't remember the time I've been that sad. Images <laughs> are so powerful, though. Like, they... they. I mean, there's so much there. And it's so weird to be in a world where you can 
takes so much in that isn't real or isn't like your like actual like life right that um yeah it just it just makes for a really weird time on planet earth right now. i have never had an ex- i think i've said this multiple times now today i've never had this this personal of an experience i've never felt this this connected to something i've never felt this upset by something, right i mean and it, and it could just be the culmination it could just be enough time has passed and so now you've had you've hit the threshold and Maybe. so now it dumps you over on the other side I am sure, well, I guess I shouldn't say sure. I hope <laughs> that there's somebody listening that has a similar experience. Do you feel like you have ever had anything, an experience like that? Or you've well, just been hit you. by an image or something that you're like, oh, fuck. Um, not so much images, but like I I live in my head a lot and like think a lot. And so um, I recently had an experience, which I'm not really ready to talk about yet but where i was thinking of doing something and like then someone asked me some questions and i was like oh i not i have a lot of basic work to do before i could do this next thing and i just think we again we see the results of all the work that goes in like that's all that's we're appearing on social media and even on podcasts for that matter like it's not like two normal people are talking on a podcast. <laughs> um, usually it's two celebrities who have achieved well, great things. Right. I and mean, they that's share a some fan- stories. Yes. But, but it, it doesn't matter. Like, it, it doesn't compute the same way. You hear the story and it's true and you're like, well, everybody's doing something. And if everybody's someone, achieving. If it's someone you don't know, it might as well be a celebrity. Right, right, right. Yeah. I, I mean, we all know that. That that's right. how our brains work. That if it's not if it's not someone that you know in person, it might as well, well be a celebrity. Depends on, well, it, I mean, if you see them on the street, it's not. But if you hear them, like, or you see them in an image, or you hear them on something, like that, automatically, like, sort of um, raises it up the hierarchy. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. more important because of the way it's the the content's being delivered to you. Totally. Um, so yes, I've I've had that experience very recently, which was why I was able to, I think, be in a place where I was like, okay, I understand what's going on with you. Um, not in the necessarily the same way, but in close enough where I can say I was telling myself a lie and now I've had to tell myself the truth and that hurts really bad. Um, at the same time, um, I view it as a beautiful, like waking moment where, or, or, um, returning and being healed or an opportunity for healing because, um, You've been able to come back around and know something again. And something that I've been experiencing a lot lately is rather than like um, self-loathing for forgetting things, I'm experiencing gratitude for remembering things and saying, oh, thank you, universe, for letting me remember that I've got these other things to do. Or, or like, thank you for not letting me live in this lie. How, how for me, humiliating, embarrassing to live in this life. Thank you for bringing this back to me. Thank you for bringing this to my consciousness. And so it doesn't always work, but right now I'm in a moment where I'm returning to things and remembering things and being able to, to be grateful for them rather than to be, um, ashamed of them, I guess. As the amazing, incredible, glorious Sharon Salzberg once and always says 
the healing is in the return. Yeah. And I, I think I've always seen that. And that's true because I feel like there's good things coming from returning, but I think that there's always been a lot of shame attached to yeah. returning because, yeah. um, why am I so stupid that I forgot? Why am I so lazy that I stopped doing it? You know, all these, all this inner dialogue. And finally, at least in the last week, <laughs> I've been able to say, oh, thank you. Yeah. That I've been like, that I, like, I feel the healing in more than just the activity that's been returned to or the thing that's been remembered, but in like the gratitude of um, the return itself. Like, thankfully, yeah. I didn't go even longer without doing I think this. this is the first time that this particular, this particular thing has come up for me like this specifically. So it will be interesting to see how it shows itself in the future because it will, like it always does. I, I had mentioned to you the real pain comes from that I was holding on to hope that I didn't realize I was holding on to and seeing this and sort of admitting these things to myself wiped out all the hope and that I know because of my brain and because of how humans are, I know that the hope will naturally build back up and it will be wiped out again. And it will be interesting to see how I handle that as the hope is perpetually taken from me, but hopefully I'll handle it better. Hopefully I'll do something that I can at least feel like, okay, well now I'm doing something and I'm working towards something or. Well, it's interesting. I don't know. To where we choose to build hope. I mean, when you're right. on social media and in these spaces of, of unreality, to be honest, yeah, um, your hope gets built in a place that, that isn't realistic. Um, removing yourself from social media or putting yourself in different places. Um, even reading a book, I feel like is a little more tangible. Yeah. Um, because you get a lot more and a lot more of the story behind things and you're able to see the, I don't know, all the stuff that goes into it. I don't know, but it'll be interesting to see where your hope is built the next time around. Um, yeah. Anyway, I'm hoping that there are some people that can, relate to this yeah well i mean i relate if to not it. you got to hear me cry so <laughs> yay that might be the first probably it's probably the first time i mean it's probably not the first time i've cried <laughs> i've cried about this exact thing like many times this week well, all your friends should be able to hear you cry most of my friends have heard me cry already. Well, good. For those that haven't. I mean, this was part of our conversation the other night is that oh. like, I believe that when you feel something and something, there's, there's a reaction that happens that your body yourself is trying to tell you, tell you something and that you should listen. Yeah. Um, that you should honor that you're, you're having a reaction, whether it's mentally or physically or whatever but feel it and see where it takes you rather than right. than ignoring it i will use this as an opportunity to pimp and i think i'm going to do it every single single week pimp is sorry no you're right okay so promote <laughs> i'm going to use this time to promote and i'm going to do it every single week the holistic psychologist future self journaling if you are not future self journaling and you think that you should and you should everyone should um do it just do it look yeah, her any, up find her and find her on her website find her on instagram find her anywhere holistic psychologist nicola perla she's uh, seriously she's it it's, it's incredible i mean going back to 
previous episode, any, any ego work, any method, any pathway to self-awareness and waking up to your, to your defaults, to your, to your patterns. false realities, yep. um, is the right way to go. Enneagram. And if anyone knows Hillary McBride or Pete Holmes and could get me in <laughs> touch with them, be greatly appreciated. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. To wrap up on a little bit of a lighter note, nobody gave a shit about brunch foods or uh, chef's table. So well, we already talked about chef's table. That's understandable. Whatever. It's a bit taboo to talk about. I mean, I didn't post the questions at the most opportune time, but still, I got a poopy amount of answers <laughs> mostly it was just all alcohol which just tells you <laughs> who our friends are and honestly i'm into it yeah super brunch is definitely going to have okay. a tasting involved everyone has to start with the espresso tonic and then we will move to the mimosas okay mm. just relax we love coffee stop we will start with the no no i'm not saying correct... we don't love coffee i'm just saying mimosas like unless we're gonna like source ingredients from like some decent places like, I, I don't oh, know. you're like meh on the mimosa. Yeah, I'm definitely. Oh, meh I thought you on were sounding into it. No, I I like alcohol in its form of. There is a craftsman, craftswoman, a craftsperson, a craftsperson, an artisan that has developed these flavors. We should. Who? Oh, you're just saying in general. In general. I thought you were talking about a specific person. No, no, no. There there are artisans that have developed these flavors. We yes. should honor them by drinking them neat. Fun fact about your friend diana i don't like to drink in the morning like at all like i it's rare to get me to drink before 1 p.m <laughs> 1 p.m is like that's not morning why are you laughing no you say this like like it's a bad thing i think generally no but I a think, lot of people generally drink oh. in the morning not a not a great we sign. were talking about brunch <laughs> that's just an excuse to drink in the morning it's not right it's that's what i'm saying a good thing. <laughs> you're a jerk <laughs> people knew what i meant i'm not a big brunch drinker i'm not a big morning drinker i prefer to drink coffee for as long as i can which is until 12 and then i have to stop well my problem with coffee is that i drink I can only drink a cup, and then I'm going to have an anxiety attack at some point. So, it's um, fair. Anyway, okay, we need to wrap this okay. up. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm Don't not sorry. sorry. I'm not sorry at all, actually. Um. Okay. What were we saying? That's it. What's our question for this week? Hmm. Um. Has someone on social media ever made you feel like shit? No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to ask. That's that. a fine question. Um. How about what are the most positive Instagram accounts that you follow, <gasps> and like that you get the most. Yes, I love this. The most like good vibes. Yes. I don't like that word. All um, right, tomorrow the is... The most positive energy. Where do you get those from? All right, I'm going to... Okay, it is Wednesday night. We're going to post this basically now, but most people will get it tomorrow on Thursday. I'm going to post this question either on Sunday or Monday and see which I get the best response for. Maybe you post one day and I post another day. Oh, that's day. a great answer. Okay, so like most positive or most educationally influential Instagram accounts. All right, so get your thinking hats on. Let's just say whatever. What's what makes was you feel a, the best? Was that a was that a phrase that you heard when you were in elementary school? Put your what? thinking hat on. Yeah, yeah, thinking cap. Thinking. We used cap. caps in my day. Thinking. <laughs> 
before they invented hats. It was just a cap. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Okay. On that note, we're going to close it out. You feel good? I feel. Do you feel relieved? I feel like I. Unburdened? Cried on a podcast. All right. Come see us. Talk to us soon. Please. You can download this podcast anywhere you listen to your other friends' podcasts. We would love it if you gave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe. You can find us on Instagram at yourfriend.diana and yourfriend.benjamin. As always, let's make it too soon. 